Welcome to The Ghoul's Guide to Santa Barbara. All right, I know what you're thinking. You give up your soul, you turn into a demon, you look like shit. Where's the payoff, right? Is it from Beetlejuice? No, you guys will never, never, never get it. Oh, it, then you picked a great one, Liz. <laughs> Thanks. I picked it because I want to tell you how much I love this movie. Tales from the Crypt, Demon Knight. Oh, oh my God. Up. Tales from the Crypt is amazing. <laughs> I, I can't tell you that I watched the movies. So, so this is one of the movies and it's Demon Knight with a K, like oh. Knight, and it stars <laughs> Billy Zane, one of I'm my faves. I figure out how you could spell demon with a K. <laughs> it has Billy Zane, who I love, and he is um, hes the demon in question. Well, there's lots of demons, but he's kind of the leader of the demons, I guess. He's and the demon on the Titanic, too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> but so. the hero in Twin Peaks. Is he? Or a hero. Okay. Yeah. I, th- I kind of miss Twin Peaks. Um because but, you are youthful. Yeah, but and Jada Pinkett Smith is in it's it. It's funny because I'm older than both of you and I didn't watch Twin Peaks. Oh. Hmm. It was definitely, I was aware of it, but I just never really tuned. Maybe that was the years we lived out in the boonies and we didn't have cable. Mm. I don't know. It's real good. Cool. Anyway, you should watch Demon Knight. So what made you choose Demon Knight besides just you like it? But I like it. It's, it's like just a campy, scary, like... Not enjoyable the frighteners in a different you know the tales from the crypt vibe yes yeah. uh, if you were ever watching the program which it sounds like you did mm-hmm. yeah so the movies is just that like extended by an hour and, <laughs> and a half or whatever nice. i used to i used to want to watch the show so I, I have watched the show and i did watch the show um but it was hard for me because like i felt like the actual shows were not always as scary as just the host and so like, oh, I had to, like yeah, I had to like build myself up like you can make it you can make it you can do it because there was no like oh just skip it just fast forward yeah. oh right very true yep. I would like to point out for our listeners that we're recording today after a full day of work so I don't know the my, delirium is real and my sparkling wit isn't gonna <laughs> <laughs> don't laugh at that it's not gonna show up so much today Set the bar low, listeners. That's okay. Lower your set the, standards. Set the bar low for Tales from the Crypt Demon Knight. <laughs> As well. <laughs> but you know that I am a lover of bad movies, and it's just a it's a good bad movie. I love it. Yeah. Liz has a top 100 movies list. That's on the list. That should be, the list should be on the website. Okay. <laughs> you can say the list should be on the list. <laughs> so speaking of um, low expectations... This is hey. the Ghoul's Guide to Santa Barbara. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and it's my episode. <laughs> I didn't mean it that way. You did. Uh, <laughs> on today's episode, Summers is going to tell us about the white ladies of Santa Barbara County. Not those ones. <laughs> <laughs> um, hello, faithful listeners. Hello. I want to tell you a story today about white ladies. And no, not those white ladies. I'm going to tell you about the particular category of hauntings known as ladies in white. So, context. 
if you're a fan of the show Supernatural, mm-hmm. and why would you not be? <laughs> um, think back to the very first episode, the pilot, which has a subcategory of a lady in white, La Llorona. Um, ladies in white are ghosts of women who appear wearing white dresses, and they are preoccupied with what? Ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Is it protecting their children? Yes. Well, I knew that about La Llorona. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're children. But I didn't know that, like, just ladies in white in general. Yeah, normally. Okay. I mean, if it's not children, it's like a dude. So, Ugh. yeah. Um, so this made me wonder when Ain't I was... Ain't that the truth? <laughs> when I was looking these up, is there a male variant of this type of oh. ghost? Like a sad, responsible dad specter? And no, oh. there is not that I was able to find. But listeners, if you know of that... Let us know. Mm-hmm. La Llorona is associated with drowning yes. children. Yes. So, uh, anyway, the reason there is not the man kind of this ghost. Because men don't get tormented. Right. Stuff like that. And as women, <laughs> even in death, our tormented spirits have to take on the eternal emotional labor of childcare. So, um, that boils my blood a little bit. Not a great movie, La Llorona. That recent one from a few years ago. Oh, yeah. I that's not on my list. That's that. the kind of movie that's, like, just too horrifying to me to even try. Like, I'll read the <laughs> Wikipedia description and then get scared. Uh-huh. <laughs> not read it. I couldn't even watch the paranormal activity that included the baby monitor. I haven't watched I that. Oh, like, yeah, yeah no. no. And I also didn't buy a video monitor because of commercials for that movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah. right. I have enough uh, parenting-related anxiety. I don't need yeah. fictional. Right. Sorry, continue. Uh, no, it's okay. <laughs> so I don't have kids. So if I'm a ghost at any point, and I hope to be, um, I probably won't have to deal with the endless motherhood thing, but it still gives me like flames on the sides of my face <laughs> on behalf of the sisterhood <laughs> that this is a thing. Um, so ladies in white think a bunch of like sort of younger, less hilarious Miss Havishams floating around, forever looking for their lost <laughs> children and feeling really guilty or mad about it, whether or not they killed them themselves. Um not all ladies in white are kid-centric apparitions, but it's pretty much the common theme, wow. along with yelling. Yeah. So most of our ladies in white, definitely the ones in today's episode, are criers, and they want us to know that some fucked up shit has happened to them. Um, Creepy. And maybe that some fucked up shit is about to happen to you. Yikes. If they have any say in it, which it would seem that sometimes they do. Can I side note real quick? My children... Um, are of the belief that whatever you are buried in is what your ghost will wear. Not what you died in? Oh. Uh, yeah. Huh. So um, Diego has a plan that he's going to make sure I'm buried in like a really cool spooky looking uh, like wedding dress or white <laughs> gown. So you'll like, be he's a setting me up for this. He wants me to be <laughs> right. in this category. So the next generation of ghoul guiders will... Um... Let me you in the, in the, the follow-up episode. That keeps coming in and like <laughs> rearranging our shelves to make more sense. Oh. <laughs> um, okay, so La Llorona, as Jen said, um, is a subvariant of this type of haunting that has to do with water, and this that one's worse. And definitely made up by crap dudes to keep us down. Ugh. You have a woman who discovers her husband was cheating on her with another woman. So in revenge or despair. She murders her children by drowning, I guess. I think in the movie, the variant is like he doesn't want kids. and Like they're not his kids. Oh. They're her kids and he doesn't want them or something. And so that's why she kills them. 
Huh. Yeah, I think it's. Um, I'm sure there are lots of variations. <laughs> I've I've heard it um, in the context of my family, the side of my my family by marriage, who is from Mexico, um, and I've heard it where she's not the antagonist. Oh yeah, as well. So oh, nice. she didn't necessarily drown the children, okay. but her children have been. She's lost her children. Her children have drowned. Okay, um, I like that better. And so mm-hmm. she's like trying to find them. Right. That's like the general lady in white situation. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot better because I was going to go off. I have some paragraphs <laughs> written about. <laughs> like I just don't think that murdering your kids is the thing you would do as a betrayed wife. It's not like. The next thought that you would have when you find out your husband is cheating is like, right. oh, mm-hmm. I'll murder my babies. That doesn't make any sense to me. But um, yeah, like, oh, I'll murder my babies because that'll show him and like yeah, also free him up to have a brand new household with his mistress. Like, yeah. <laughs> I honestly think there's like a ulterior motive in this mm-hmm. story. Um, like, yeah, that's what happens. And I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, I'm not a paranormal researcher, unfortunately, <laughs> or an expert on the purpose of folklore, but Ladies in White and La Llorona seem to have a few angles going on that benefit men, and those off the top of my head, and I have a list. Yes. One, discouraging <laughs> or demonizing women who dare to speak up when their husbands step out on their marriage. Two, mm-hmm. frightening children who find out their dads are having affairs. Oh. And Angela Chase's father from my so-called life, I am speaking to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, by making them think they'd better keep the secret so their moms don't murder them. Whoa. Although Patty Chase would never. <laughs> Three, pathologizing women who have negative emotional reactions to anything ever or think they deserve any sort of respect or consideration ever. And please remind me someday to tell you about the corollary to this uh, okay. item <laughs> that covers why Debbie Downer and Negative Nancy are shit things to say because they are meant to keep us sweet forever and ever. Yeah. We can never be negative. And then four is kind of a loose one, maybe also something to do with postpartum psychosis, but oh, that is yeah. whatever, and I don't want to get into that. Um, Jen and I are nodding at each other. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to rein myself back in a little bit, but uh, <laughs> ladies or women in white are to review. Ghosts of women wearing long white dresses who are usually looking for something off in their children, and they are particularly scary to me because I drive by myself a lot for um, at night for like stress relief, which is not the best habit have but i do it and um these floaty gals are commonly seen along a road or a highway and that terrifies me (laughs) yep a lonely road (sighs) yeah um and some women in white um even interact with motorists in their stories like flagging them down that's what happens in supernatural i do not like that nope me either (laughs) and uh Jumping in front of cars, don't like that either. Nope. Um, is that like that uh, urban legend about like the guy who stops to help the woman and like drops her off at home and then goes back the next day to check on her? She's been dead for fifty years. That's usually a daughter, though, isn't it? I don't know. Whatever. Uh, yeah, just any of the mixing stuff... urban legends. Yeah. <laughs> Any of that stuff that has to do with driving at night, like, would just end me from fear yeah. if any of that happened, yeah. and I just don't even like to think about it. I'm um, just talking about it. Yeah, and then uh, back to the review. Sometimes there's an adulterous husband involved or other betrayal by a crap dude, and sometimes they get super mad at a living dude and try to kill them. But I have my doubts about that because, okay, I have. We should talk about this in another episode, but I think that there is only one ghost that's killed a human. 
And it's not in our county. Okay. I'll look it up for next time. Wait. This is just like a fact. This is factual. (laughs) There's, yeah. I want to say, okay, I'm not going to remember it off the top of my head, but someone who's from the state where the ghost story is told me about it, and she went, and it's the only ghost that's ever actually killed a man. I need to know more. (laughs) Yes, I have. Okay. Lots of questions. Oh okay, remind gosh. me to look that up, and okay. maybe we could do it as, like, a an away game or something. Um, <laughs> I don't want to talk about her either, that that ghost, because, like, I just, I have this thing. I don't believe in ghosts, and but yet I don't want to talk it. about them, <laughs> and I don't want the book about them to be open on the floor, that yep. kind of thing. Um, okay, so now that we know about... Some, somewhere that ghost is like, wait, is... <laughs> I kind of hear like someone's talking that, about me. I should go investigate. Is that summer? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh no. man. Okay. I also have this thing where I think it would be hilarious to like be ha- haunted by a really famous ghost or something like the one I talked about and the ghost that haunted itself or the the ghost that killed this man in like I don't know Arkansas or wherever it was, Tennessee I think, and um <laughs> and then just like see the ghost and then the ghost is like busy. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't, doesn't want to like, deal with you. <sighs> okay. Anyway, it's oh. not it's not a well developed joke. But um, so now that we know about them in general, let's go on a little trip around Santa Barbara County and get to know our own ghoulie gals. Yes. So I'm casting a wider net today, geographically speaking, because when the three of us started this podcast, we set out to cover all of Santa Barbara County, mm-hmm. and it's important to acknowledge that Santa Barbara County is not just the city's. Santa Barbara and Goleta down here in the south where we are. We also have our friends to the north. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I was prepping for today's recording, so I wrote a solid page of like sick burns on our northern buddies <laughs> <laughs> because I have a lot of opinions about the north-south rivalry we've got going on in these here hills. But um, I came back to it after a couple it, of hours. Is it a real rivalry or is it like... I'm going to get that. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. totally... I mean, okay. I've never... I've. I was born and raised here. I've never really held okay. much ill will towards That's the northern the folks. Right. Because it's not a rivalry that we have so down here. Oh. They think that there's a rivalry. Is this what North and South was about? <laughs> no, that was about like, <laughs> wasn't that like the cotton trade in England <laughs> in the 1800s? Um, but yeah, it should be about that. It's an epic tale <laughs> of generational <laughs> grudges. Um I just kept, so I wrote this whole page of stuff and of sass, and then I just kept picturing Liz's beautiful angelic face looking at me with, like, gentle, loving tolerance <laughs> for how angry I am at the world and maybe, like, for how little I do about it. And so I decided not to put her through that and decided to tone down my take a little. Is um, Liz our moral compass? <laughs> yeah. And I'd have a, I think, Jen, you would have encouraged me, though, which I really appreciate in my soul. <laughs> I would just like to point out uh, that last year, was it last year for Halloween? Liz and I dressed as Aziraphale and Crowley, and it fit, seems really fitting right now. We also determined, uh, well, never mind, I'm not going to go there. It's a spoiler for the current season, but everybody watched Good Omens. That's I'm going to circle back around to that unintentionally because oh. I have a reference Aww. later. Because um, we heart Neil Gaiman. Yes. And Terry Pratchett. And, and Terry John Pratchett. Finnamore. Okay. So... I'm going to rephrase my original rant and say that Santa Barbara County definitely does have a north-south rivalry, and it's one that I kind of love and think is hilarious, because only the people in the northern part of the county are aware of it. (laughs) That is hilarious. Um, Unless you work for, like, a countywide agency, which I have done two times in my life. 
Um, and it's got to be infuriating for them in the North because there's nothing worse than spending a good portion of your energy, like, mad at someone who has no idea you even exist. Oh, my gosh. The only thing worse than unrequited love is unrequited oh, hate. Absolutely. <laughs> so we've got Santa Barbara down here in the South, which is the county seat, and then Santa Maria up in the North. And, like, I didn't even know in my first countywide agency job, I didn't even know Santa Santa Maria was, like, in our county. Oh, my gosh, really? <laughs> and my boss oh my was so disappointed in me because she's <laughs> from up there. Um, so, like, uh, again, because I'm your girl for unwanted and overly thorough context, I'm going to paint you a picture of Santa Barbara County real quick for those okay. of you who aren't from here or <laughs> weren't aware because you're from the South. <laughs> um, so if you envision, like, this sort of, like, marshmallow squished down to landscape orientation <laughs> and then the part that's on the ocean um has like a witch's face with no hat what and this i know is it's the so best stupid. description i have no idea where you're going okay. with this. can i redo that because i totally fucked Sorry, it up yes no. okay beep, 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 beep. <laughs> here we go okay so if you look if you think of um the shape of california which I was saying is like a thick, bent up left parenthesis, but then Jen gave me the better idea that it's kind of like a stocking hanging, yes. so the toe points to the right. Um, I said it was a Christmas stocking. <laughs> I missed that, but it's excellent and totally not at all true. Um, a side sex. <laughs> so there's a pointy bit, like kind of the heel of the stocking, um, and that's like right where we are. And then that's where the uh, we look. Our county shape is kind of just like this, like rectangle that's like a like okay. <laughs> smushed marshmallow kind of. And then look, okay. And then on the Liz pulled up a map so we could look at it. And then like <laughs> facing down into the sea, there's a witch's face, but no hat. You see, it makes sense if you look. You're, okay. Why don't you're gonna why have don't to... they use this for tourism? <laughs> you're going to draw visit, draw visit Santa Barbara County. County. The witch the witch's face of the marshmallow of the heel of California. Why not? With no hat. Why not? <laughs> With no witch's hat. So if you don't count the areas of ocean water or um, uninhabitable islands as assigned to our county, we cover 2,300 square miles of usable land, which is equivalent to the land area of the entire state of Delaware plus the city of Indianapolis. <laughs> What? Plus six standard-sized Walmart stores. I did some math. Okay. Um, and we have... And a standard Amazon box. Yeah, probably. I did come in a little under. <laughs> Didn't want to get more specific than Walmart stores. It's bigger than a bread box. <laughs> right. So population-wise, we have like 442,000 people living in our county, which is equivalent to the population of Miami, Florida. Uh, and then our, my last big fact is that our county has eight cities and i'm going to tell you about ghosts in three of them today lompoc santa maria and i am actually including santa barbara too because i sort of have to for this topic and but i'll do i'll do that one minimally so yeah it's I mostly know, north county i've heard of one quote-unquote white lady ghost in santa barbara awesome. which is probably one of the ones you're going to talk about but if it's not you should say it at the end mm -hmm. so we can i'll just yell it out <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, so if you enjoy Surprise, it's me! <laughs> it will I've be. been a ghost this oh, whole time. You're just oh, no! <laughs> Bent neck lady! Oh, no. Oh. Okay. Anyway, if you enjoyed today's Unwanted Context by Summers, please visit our Instagram <laughs> at Ghoul's Guide to SB, where you'll see 
I hope, a map that I will have made, especially for you. (laughs) And a few photos I took from inside my car because no way am I getting out and letting any ghosts in. (laughs) I just drove by and pulled over. Good call. Uh, So onward to the white ladies. We're going to start in Santa Maria with the foster slash blosser white witch. The foster blosser white witch. Yes. Tell us what that means. So we're going to start at the very northern border of of Santa Barbara County and Santa Maria, which I mentioned before. Um, And so they're right on the edge of San Luis Obispo County in the north. And so because of that, Santa Maria and San Luis Obispo have kind of a stronger relationship than Santa Maria and Santa Barbara. They're less mad (laughs) at San Luis Obispo. There's no, like, county beef. I mean, not that I know of. Um, Santa Maria is our county's largest city. But not by much. It's got 110,000 people, oh, okay. 22 miles, square mile area. And um, yeah, they're pretty mad about not getting any respect from the south. It's a really different geography. It's like hilly and inland. And there's more agriculture happening. Mm-hmm. A whole lot of cows and some oil. Um, and overall, like, the feel is more politically conservative. Sure. Um, there is like... It's not as expensive to live up there by 56%. Holy moly, really? Right? Wow. It's still more expensive than I could afford. (laughs) But like, (laughs) you know. um, And uh, Santa Maria is kind of like the headquarters of this movement that keeps trying to secede from the rest of the county. (laughs) They've done it 25 times in the last like 150 years. Do they want to like be their own county or be part of San Luis? Yeah. Okay. They want to be their own county. The... um, they keep trying to secede, and the last time they tried was in 2006. Wow. Like, real wow. recent. They wanted to be called Mission County. Huh. Um, and the time before that was 1978, and they wanted to be called Los Padres County. So, according to Weird California, the yes. website, our foster and blosser white lady, who I have decided to call the foster blosser white witch, because she didn't really have a name. She's just, like, the ghost at the intersection of foster and blosser. Oh, okay. Those streets. are streets. That's what I was waiting yeah. for. Okay. Um. So, Can we call her the Fabloster? <laughs> no, they just, honestly, she has no real name. Um, so there's a park on that intersection, Pioneer Park, which was built like almost 100 years ago. And she, I guess, was like, saw the park and was like, I'm going to go in there too. And so she's in there as well, I guess. Okay. Um, and there are all these different stories about how she died and none of them really added up or were specific enough to follow up on. But... Um, there's a company called Central Coast Paranormal Investigator. Oh, really? Yeah. And proprietor Mitch Flores was quoted as saying, our girl is, quote, believed to have been murdered. And her body is believed to be buried out there. So she haunts the corner of Foster and Blosser Roads because her body has yet to be found. Is so was like, she buried out there before the park was yeah. created? I mean, d- presumably. Does she exist at all? Who knows? Like, <laughs> Is it like rural? Is it residential? Like what? Um, I took a photo, and uh, it will put it on our Instagram. It is rural. It's like... Oh, is that the one you sent us? Yeah. It's just like a field. It looks like even the park part. And when I went out there the other day after work, um, I, like, pulled over and parked, and I did get out because I wanted a picture of the street sign because I'm already that way. And, like, (laughs) um, a man in an enormous pickup truck was like, are you okay? (laughs) So I guess maybe you don't want to be out there, like... On your own or something. And it was also, there was a lot of eucalyptus trees along the road, so it was spooky. And it's always windy up there compared to here. That's why the eucalyptus are there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because they're fast growing and they plant them to block the wind. All right. Uh, So um, 
the stories don't really line up with the usual lady in white checklist, especially about the kids and the crap dude. Um, but neither does another story that our witch died in a drag racing accident. <laughs> so, okay, a hundred years ago. I know. So the area she haunts centrally has a no trespassing sign, and there's is she wearing a white leather jacket? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> That's probably a reference that I don't get. Is it from? I mean, just drag racing. Drag racing. White leather jackets? Okay. No, like leather jackets. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. We know she's in white. I'm just picturing <laughs> oh, her I get as it. like someone from Greece. <laughs> my mind is decimated <laughs> by my work day. <laughs> um, it wasn't a great joke. No, it's, it's totally my brain. It made all kinds of sense. And it had layers. I liked it. Um, so there's a really dramatically written little blurb um, about our gal in the Santa Maria Sun, which I was really into and starting to believe until we found out that our friend wrote it. <laughs> so like Shel- <laughs> Shelly Cohn, shout out to Shelly. Um, and I think she was writing it like uh, to paint a picture and be evocative and everything. Okay. And it, was, it was very well written, but I and look it looked like to reading it. well researched, but I don't really see Shelly as like a big believer in the paranormal. Well, maybe it was like, a, was it a Halloween Yeah, I think so. Story? So um, I'm going to set aside the dir- the description, although I loved it, of Foster Blosser White Witches laughing the hysterical laugh of the dead <laughs> uh, and move on to our next lady in white. Okay. So we're going to move down to sort of mid-county to another city, Lompoc. Pull up my map again. Lompoc Agnes. Lompoc so, Agnes. Yeah. Oh, I love that. <laughs> so Lompoc is kind of my pet favorite city in Santa Barbara County besides Santa Barbara because it has like this really cute old timey sign that says, hi, let's eat. That's like no longer attached to any particular restaurant, but they left the sign there because it's super cute. And it and Lompoc also just gets zero love from North or South County people, Funny. I feel like. Um, it's sort of the elbow. Is it? Oh, yeah. It super is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I always think of it as like in the middle because when you drive on the US 101, you know, mm-hmm. you don't really know exactly where you are. Yeah. And, and it's I, a ways off the freeway. Like, yeah, it's, you got to connect to another freeway. Um, So it's just it's the cutest little like non Santa Barbara city in the county, in my opinion. But here we have a very uh, I have my I go up there quite a bit because we have family that live up there. But um, I love the little like old downtown area yeah. sounds a lot of the old architecture it does and murals and it's very charming and i think it's like little nickname is city of flowers mm-hmm. that's what i was gonna I say isn't it that's like famous for flowers right yep i've never been there to see the flowers i, I mean i haven't like really noticed flowers but i think maybe yeah. it's like ag or something right. yeah yeah there's a lot of ag land out there yeah. between that and vandenberg because mm-hmm. it's near Oh, I'll get to that. Yes. The Air Force. Space Force. Air Force Base. Step in on my joke. (laughs) Sorry. Later. No, it's okay. Delete that. No, it's fine. (laughs) Beep, beep, beep. (laughs) Uh, Okay, so here we have a ghost who actually has a name, and her name is Agnes of Harris Grade. And Harris Grade is one of those like mountainous connecting roads that are dangerous um, and like windy, and they have a lot of bad accidents that have given it kind of a dark reputation. There's another one further north closer to Santa Cruz, State Route 156, um, that I would absolutely believe traces a sigil of the devil, like the M25 ring road around London in Good <laughs> Omens. Um, that one's known as Pacheco Pass, and I used to have to drive it a lot to go to college in Santa Cruz, and it was just like like white-knuckle driving. Yeah. And, so, uh, and they're similar because Pacheco Pass and Harris Grade were both stagecoach passes. Oh, so 
um, maybe not so suited to cars. <laughs> and uh, I found this amazing, like, sort of Dracula-esque description of a coach journey to Lompoc Ooh. in uh, a blog at Cartas, C-A-R-T-A-S dot typepad dot com. Um, we climb into the stage for a ride of 12 miles to Lompoc. It takes six horses to pull the vehicle up through the sand hills and up the grade to the mesa. We go at a walk for several miles. The darkness descends. The fog blots out the stars. Congenial spirits begin to exchange stories, wild and weird. After a while, the driver lights the side lamps. The road, long winding around the desolate chaparral heath, begins to swing down the gulches towards the Lompoc River. It lights, its lights gleam fitfully on the horses, changing them to ghostly black and white monsters. It flashes into the pale treetops. It reveals unimaginable deeps. I cannot read at all. <laughs> Beyond the crumbling verge. And that's from the San Francisco Call, which I don't know what that is, from May 24th, 1896. Ooh. So the story is that Agnes died on the road in the very early 20th century, um, like the 1910s-ish. And although there's no mention of her last name or her personal history, because apparently these women are not important, <laughs> except that they are floating around and have something to do with kids. Um, and then there's also the idea that she's a witch and that she hexed Harris grade and the hex is the cause of all the accidents, but it really is just like a bad road. A dangerous road. <laughs> yeah. And like, I'm going to tra- believe in the witch. Yeah. But I know, I'm also right? going to think about her every time we drive back that way at night. Mm. now so thanks for that <laughs> so side note that that same blog cartas.typepad.com didn't mm. seem to have a title but it had comments open on the post that i got that quote <laughs> from and i would like to thank john doe for his comment because it has entertained me all freaking week and the comment reads bullshit i drove on that road every night when i worked in santa maria at midnight it would only take me five minutes to get across the grade i never saw no ghost bitch oh, God. <laughs> and i just like I'm so appreciative of that because, like, people just put themselves out there and leave a mark on the world sometimes, and it's, like, such a little thing, and he probably doesn't even remember that he left that comment, but, like, it made my life better this week. So funny. So zero real information on Agnes, but supposedly she had a kid with her, her own kid, her son, um, and she's looking for him. Oh, Maybe he died, too, or was separated from her when she died. Mm-hmm. Um and a local Santa Maria man, um, who's a former teacher, his name is Roderick Schmidt, wrote a book like similar in concept to that Ribbon Rock book that Liz mentioned by T.C. Boyle um, in a past episode. It's like a historical novel filling in the life story. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of vaguely tried to get a copy, but it's out of print. And I kind of thought about contacting Mr. Schmidt, but like, <sighs> listeners... <laughs> I am recovering from some pretty intense burnout, and I am just not going to do extra credit, <laughs> at least not now. So I didn't do that. Maybe one day we'll track it down. Yeah. Maybe he'll reach out to us after listening. Yeah, right. Um, so <laughs> uh, <laughs> We'll just like send us a crate of those books. Yes. Um, oh, you know what? I told you that we have three, but we have four. Ooh. Because as I was researching Agnes of Harris Grade, there's one nearby um, on Highway 246 which is like, so you drive up from Santa Barbara to Buellton, and if you kind of go left, you go to Lompoc, and if you go right, you go to Solving. Um, And it's like the area that I think is called the Santa Inez Valley, but I like to call it the Shire. (laughs) And um, it's like, this one I think is related to some sort of morality tale, um, because there is a casino um, roughly on that road, I think, the Shumash Mm -hmm. Casino. Yep. And um, the idea is that this woman... um, 
died with her son, whose name was Cameron. But, like, yet they don't have any records that she actually existed or died. Huh. Um, who was, I guess, drinking at the Chumash Casino and drove home or something. And that's oh. probably just, like, a morality tale. Her of people son being... was at the casino? Or she, or was. she was. She was. But he was with her. And when so, he... like, there's this stuff about, like, don't take your kids with you to stuff. Huh. And, like, I don't know. Moral of the story is don't take your children to places that you can't legally bring children exactly, to. Exactly. Right? <laughs> so, like, I have no idea. I just think it's probably, like, some dumb rumor so to make people, like, mad about the reservation having a right. casino. Right. Probably. That's kind of yeah. a fairly recent one, though, because how long has the casino been there? I mean, I mean not that long. but So you'd think... 20 you'd, plus years, but... If you have that information and Cameron... Right. <laughs> so, like, you think you'd be able to find <laughs> out who find it was. Find this lady. But um, I don't even really have any sources she, on that one. She doesn't have a name, but he does. Yeah. That's so weird. funny. That seems like vague and also specific enough to be probably just made up. Right? Right. Um, I mean. So she's spotted out on the 246 yeah. then? Okay. So we're going to move back down to our hometown of Santa Barbara and the City College Sea Ghost. That's Ooh. the one I was thinking. I thought it was probably the one that you'd <laughs> heard of. Um, so... Last but not least, we have the Santa Barbara City College Cliff Specter, a yes. white lady who has no discernible backstory that I could find. But you have a book, Jen. So maybe it's in the book. I, I don't think know. they do mention it. But OK, um, maybe we could do a follow. Yeah, I was considering maybe doing an episode on her, but I couldn't find enough information yeah. to. I didn't realize there was all these other ones. Yeah. So yeah, better when you I, than me. When I was looking at the Summerland one, there was mention of. Oh, yeah. yeah like a white lady out on the bluffs there. As yeah, well. I've always heard that one. So. Um, she, I no backstory that I could find, but she just looks out across the ocean. I like to think she found out her husband cheated with a mermaid and she's <laughs> waiting for him to come home from a spell at sea so she can throw their kids off the cliff as he sails <laughs> into the harbor. Um, it's as good a story as any, I don't know. Couldn't find it. But anyway, that's, that's it. Four women, four vague I, stories of I rough lives. I have heard, and maybe it was in that book that I, and I'm sorry, it's that's in, okay. it's sitting next to my bed right now, so I can't <laughs> give a good reference that's to right. it, but I'm sure it'll come up in other episodes and I will credit the author but um that it mentions that um she is sometimes seen diving off the cliff oh really and so um, there's also like a story you know there's story that it's somebody who threw themselves or maybe she's a mermaid (laughs) and like we know from the documentary splash (laughs) she just wants to get back to the sea and have her tail again could be so well that would be a really long jump. So the city college maybe there <laughs> she takes a run. Overlook a parking lot she and then a, a street and then another parking lot. <laughs> That's right. And then the beach. Total, it's not, totally not. The water's yeah. not below. You can't it. dive yeah. in. <laughs> you can't <laughs> dive into the ocean from City College. <sighs> Dang it. I know, right? Um, okay, so four women, four vague stories of rough lives, and they probably just want to talk about them. Like, my personal theory on white lady ghosts is that all the yelling and shrieking is just to get our attention. <laughs> and they're just hanging out by roads because they are efficient women. And that's where you get the best odds of running into like any volume of the living. And you just know that like, if you ran into one, which I don't want to do, ghosts, if you're <laughs> listening, do not appear to me. Um like there's a there's a really good joke in there about they probably just want you to join their MLM. Oh, that's mean. <laughs> I don't like that one. But like every community has like endless numbers of these women and yeah. white ghosts. Like there are just so many and even in like England and stuff like they're just they're a thing. Yeah. So like I feel like they if you met one they'd just be like, "Can I tell you about yeah. the day?" I had right like (laughs) nobody will listen 
They and just want to vent, like yeah, all of us. Right? And you just say yes. And, you know, you tell her about the time you got cheated on or lost your three-year-old at the supermarket. And, like, she'd just smile and nod. And <laughs> well, then she'd walk into the light. <laughs> it's like that thing when you're trying to get your kids to do something and you're, you, like, say it over and over and over. And then, like, you get to that point where you're like, oh, just like, oh, you just, like, get to. They're just you, mad at their you kids. You escalate and they're, <laughs> the like. The 37th like, time. Yeah, you me? get mad. Why are you always yelling at me? <laughs> I've been trying to get your attention for how long? (laughs) Totally. Um, So I'll close with saying I found this awesome quote about ladies in white, which calls them, quote, beautiful, eerie creatures draped in moonlight, trailing clouds of grief and longing for those faraway ages when they still had the power to bless and to curse. And that was written by Catherine Langrish at steelthistles.blogspot.com. I love that. Which Mm. looked like a way better researched blog then had like more thorough citation of sources than you will ever get from me (laughs) um but if anyone has like a little more information on the city college ghost i'd love to hear that um maybe if that's from jen in the future because i've heard just really vague mentions of that since high school um or i grew i grew up on the mesa i went to city college but and i never saw you didn't see her never saw her if anybody's seen a yeah seen a ghostly apparition and if you see her just like listen to her about her day (laughs) yeah maybe she just needs a hug i know and i thought it would also be fun to like put a costume together and just go stand on the cliffs (laughs) like look at the ceiling (laughs) be like i'm busy so um we should do that so my sources today were numerous and i'm not going to list them so they'll be on on the website website and we'll link to that on our social media and that was my story i love it thank you summer yeah Um, do we have a question for the Magic 8-Ball? Um, Let's see. Are eucalyptus trees the worst? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I read something once about how like the Australians sent us eucalyptus trees because every so often they just explode in the heat and they thought it would be funny. <laughs> we have wildfire. I love that. You know, you know which eucalyptus make me the maddest? No. The ones on the Channel Islands. Oh. Oh, they, they took them out there for time? ag purposes to block the wind. They're used really commonly in agriculture to block the wind because yeah. they're fast growing. And uh, there's all these amazing endemic species out there. And then eucalyptus. Yeah. <laughs> They're all along the, commonly along all the strawberry fields too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Strawberries, the number one crop in Santa Barbara <laughs> County. You heard it here. <laughs> but I just saw an article like this week. Cauliflower. Cauliflower is yeah. on the rise, guys. It's on the rise. <laughs> number two is cauliflower because of the popularity of cauliflower rice. All the cauliflower replacements. Yeah. <laughs> Usually number two is wine grapes. And so oh. it pleased me a lot that oh, wine grapes oh, got that knocked makes, out of the number two sense. spot. <laughs> yep. So are we going to ask the Magic 8-Ball if uh, cauliflower is going to beat out strawberries? <laughs> is it going to overtake strawberries Oh, is our number one crop? I mean, that's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Seems like a perfect use of a Magic 8-Ball. <laughs> a factual Should question. Should we invest in be. cauliflower now? <laughs> <laughs> What's it say, Liz? It is decidedly so. Oh, excellent. There All you right. Go. You heard it here first. Yep. Buy cauliflower. You nice. buy stock cauliflower. <laughs> That's what I meant. But <laughs> or you buy futures, I Buy think. cauliflower. Futures? Is that what you buy for I plants? Think, yeah. <laughs> you can buy them in pork bellies. I assume you can do it in cauliflower rice. I don't know. All right. I think that's oh, it. Oh, man. All right. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See you next time. Hi, Mom. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to The Ghoul's Guide to Santa Barbara. 
Like and subscribe on Spotify or wherever you listen to podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Ghoul's Guide to SB. Our website is ghoulsguidetosb.com. Got a spooky story or know of a haunted or paranormal location in Santa Barbara? Send it to us at ghoulsguidetosb at gmail.com. <laughs>